It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire. Hitting you guys back up here on Tuesday, July 10th, 15 days to the start of training camp. Hope you guys are getting as excited as I am for the return of football. It's been a long off season, but we are almost there. Uh, we're going to continue our look back at past drafts. Yesterday, we looked at the 2013 draft. The, today, we're going to look at the draft that certainly looks very bleh at this point, and that's... Um, 2014. In fact, I have a. Pl- In fact, soon over at Panthers Wire, I'm going to do a redraft of the 2014 draft for the Panthers. So it'll be really interesting to see, you know, what I come up with and maybe what they could have done differently. But that's for another day. That's going to come later this week. Uh, today, we're just going to focus on who the Panthers actually selected. In the 2014 draft, I'm going to start with their first pick, 28th overall, or excuse yeah, sorry, 28th overall, Calvin Benjamin, wide receiver, Florida State. Now, Benjamin, of course, we know he had a successful college career, caught the game-winning touchdown to win the national championship, uh, and then came out for the draft, obviously was pretty hyped for his size, 6'5", 240. So, and of course, this was the time where we started to talk about the Panthers needing a wide receiver. So they jumped on it after, you know, because if you recall, this is when they lost a bunch of receivers in free agency, including, of course, Steve Smith, uh, also Brandon Fell, and Ted Ginn. So they went with Benjamin in the first round and posted a, a good. Very solid rookie season. Played in all 16 games, started 15 of them. Uh, Caught 73 passes, was targeted 145 times. uh, Recorded 1,008 yards and 9 touchdowns. Um, Even even stepped up big in the playoffs. Had 7 catches, 75 yards, and 2 touchdowns in the playoff loss against the Seahawks. So overall, it was a very solid rookie season, but then things went south in a hurry. Uh, Off-season 2015, Benjamin tears his ACL, and he's done for the year. So he comes back in 2016 and bounces back nice. Um, First game back against the Broncos, six catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown. In total, he played... All 16 games, started 13 of them, 68 catch, 63 catches excuse me, on 118 targets, 941 yards, and 7 touchdowns. But the sense was that it wasn't totally w- working out. I don't know what it was, but there was just some kind of buzz that things just 
weren't going well with Benjamin despite two seasons of basically about a thousand yards. I mean, they did pick up his fifth year option, but midway through the 2017 season, Benjamin was traded to the Buffalo Bills in exchange for a seventh round pick. And then, of course, Benjamin got injured again, suffering a torn meniscus, missing a couple of weeks. Uh, in total, he finished at least his Carolina career with 40 games played, 36 starts, 168 catches, 2,424 yards, 18 touchdowns. And so far with the Bills, he's played in six games, started all six of them. Again, he missed a couple with the uh, with that injury, but he did play six games. Did start all 16 games that he played in. 16 catches, 217 yards, one touchdown so far as a member of the Bills. So, again, you, you, you can kind of chalk that up to, to kind of the emergence of Devin Funches. And how they really wanted to kind of let him loose. And we saw how how uh, effective Devin Funches was, especially in the first couple games since the trade. Uh, had close to, if not over 100 yards uh, in each of the three, three games after, including that big performance against the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. And then performed well in the playoff loss against the Saints. Now, of course, Matt pairing him up with DJ Moore, so it's kind of that balance, the big receiver, and kind of the smaller but maybe more athletic receiver instead of going with just the two six-foot-five behem six behemoths. By the way, if you recall, two, Benjamin kind of disappeared in the playoffs last year. He only had one catch for nine yards in the playoff loss against the Jaguars. So... You know, hard to really, you know, obviously not. Early on, it was a solid pick, but the fact that he's obviously no, even no longer with the team, has already been traded just four years into his career. You know, so kind of a, a little, it's, it, it, it's a hit and miss, you know, but, you know, obviously kind of more of a miss now that they've already had to trade him. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Then you move on to round two where the Panthers selected defensive end Coney Ely out of Missouri with the 60th overall pick. And Ely, 
has already kind of bounced around the league a little bit. He's already now on his fourth different team. Or at least he's spending time now with his fourth different team in the NFL. Uh, he did spend his first three seasons in Carolina. Actually played in all but one game for the Panthers. Obviously he didn't really start a whole lot, but he was certainly in the mix. Um, didn't Did post four sacks as rookie and 16 tackles. Uh, and then his second season, five sacks, 32 total tackles. Also forced three fumbles and recovered two of them. And in 2016, um, five sacks, 32 total tackles. Even had an interception uh, as well as two forced fumbles. Then he was traded in 2017 to the New England Patriots. Acquiring a third-round pick. And then Ely never never made the regular season roster. He you know, got cut and pretty much the end of preseason by the Patriots. But didn't last long on the streets. He was actually claimed off waivers by the New York Jets. And wound up playing 15 games for the Jets last season. Started four games. Recorded one sack, 14 tackles. And one interception. Now he is a member of the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, you look at you look overall at this pick. Eh, Against he he kind of gave solid production. You know, never really you could already never really lived up to some of the hype. You know, there was a lot a little bit of buzz around him. Coming into the league, now he's on his, again, it's essentially his third different team since being traded from the Panthers, because, you know, again, it's, he never pl- actually played for the Patriots, never played in the regular season, but he was still part of the training camp roster, and then played pretty decently against the Jets, and now we'll see how he does mixed in with the Cowboys and kind of their stable, including Demarcus Lawrence. The only highlight so far, the, or the, at least the shining highlight of the 2014 draft, is their third-round pick, 92nd overall, Trey Turner, offensive lineman, LSU. I mean, Turner, of course, has turned into really one of the catalysts of this Panthers offensive line. Uh, he's played, he's only missed six games in his four years with the Panthers. And that was due to, you know, missing three games last year to an injury last, last season. Uh, but other than that, he started every game that he's appeared in since the start of the 2015 season, of course, um, was awarded with that big four-year, $45 million contract extension before last season, uh, and has now been 
actually named to the Pro Bowl each of the last three seasons. And again, Trey Turner really is probably the reason that Andrew Norwell is no longer with the team because you figure they weren't going to give two huge contracts to a pair of interior offensive linemen. But certainly, you know, it's, it's not like Turner wasn't worthy of this big contract. Um, I, he, I believe he was rated one of the, the top offensive guards by Pro Football Focus, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but we know he's just consistently the just a powerful blocker, powerful lineman. Again, really kind of helping keeping that interior in check for Cam Newton. So you look back at the 2012 or the 2014 draft. Um, overall, this is. At this point, the only highlight because he's the only player still with the team. Though their next pick is still a player that people around the league are intrigued by and are surprised he's still a free agent. And that's Trey Boston, who they selected in the fourth round, 128th overall out of North Carolina. He spent three years with the Panthers. Rookie season started 11 game or played in 11 games, started five of them. Had 31 total tackles, one interception, but it was a long one and 84 yard pick six. Then in 2015, he he did play in all 16 games, but he only started one of them, so he was kind of more of a uh, in a backup role, but still still served well. 21 total tackles, 2016. Saw a lot more action. Played in 15 games, started 10 of them. Uh, and a knee injury ended the season before the final week of the season. But in those 15 games, he recorded 52 tackles, two interceptions, and two sacks. But then he was waived in the 2017 offseason and signed with the Los Angeles Chargers. And pl- played well with the Chargers. Played in 16 games, started 15 of them. Uh, 79 total tackles and five interceptions and eight passes defended. All were the most of his career. Uh, I believe, though, he is still yeah he is still a free agent because he only signed for one year with the Chargers and. You know, so it is a little bit of a surprise that he is kind of still out there on the markets. Um, hard to say exactly why that is, but, you know, as we know, injuries happen in training camps. So maybe a team's just waiting to see what happens in training camp to strike something with him, similar to maybe an Eric Reed or a Des Bryant, you know, kind of those situations. So we'll see what happens with Trey Boston. You know, obviously didn't put up huge numbers with the Panthers, but uh, sometimes a change of scenery does a player good, and he really molded himself a lot better last year with the Chargers. Fifth round, number 148 overall was Benny Ben Wickery, the defensive back out of San Jose State. 
and Ben Wickery, you know, never really, never really saw a lot, never really saw a lot of action on looking at his numbers. Uh, he did spend three years with the Panthers. You know, so he was kind of there a little bit. 2014, his rookie year, played 10 games, started six of them. 35 total tackles, eight passes defended. So er early on, he he was involved a little bit. Uh, one interception, also forced a fumble and recovered two of them. 2014, played 10 games, started four of them. 59 tackles, one sack. One fumble recovery, one forced fumble, and nine passes defended. And then 2016, not a whole lot. Only, only played and started in four games. Just 10 tackles, four passes defended, one interception. And this was actually coming off the heels of Julio Jones posting 300 receiving yards against the Panthers. So then he missed. Well, he was actually claimed off waivers by the Dolphins. Later released and then signed to their practice squad. Then in early 2017, signed with the Packers practice squad before being plucked from there by the Bengals onto their 90-man roster. Well, essentially, you know, the, the season was over, so he was essentially free, and the Bengals claimed him. But then he wound up actually being traded by the Bengals to the Dallas Cowboys for a conditional 2019 sixth-round pick. And he wound up playing 12 games for the Cowboys, mostly on special teams. Ended up with just two total tackles and one pass defended and one fumble recovery. Now he's now he's with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, of course, former former Panthers defense coordinator Steve Wilkes who was Ben Wickery's defensive backs coach for during his time with the Panthers. So, you know, maybe, maybe about a C grade here. If we have to give a letter grade, you know, came in, pro provided some, some decent snaps, but nothing really, again, nothing really came to fruition. And again, he came to Dallas. Now, granted, he was just a depth player because, you know, you had Chidabe Awuzie and Jordan Lewis, who both had excellent rookie seasons. So he was more just depth pieces to them. And eventually, like, like we said, just more of a special teamers guy.
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And then the last pick of the 2014 draft was Tyler Gaffney, running back out of Stanford. Yes, before they they actually took a Stanford running back before they took Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> and obviously, this running back was nowhere near as productive for the Panthers as Christian McCaffrey was. In fact, McCaffrey... Or, uh, Gaffney suffered an injury very early in his career during uh, during training his first training camp, tore his lateral meniscus, and was eventually waived by the Panthers. I mean, the seventh round pick, you know, you don't really have much leeway there anyway. So uh, he was then actually claimed off waivers by the Patriots, but then eventually placed on injured reserve. Then was waived by the Patriots the following August. Went unclaimed. So he actually went back with the Patriots and was placed on injured reserve the following day. And then waived again September of 2016 and placed on injured reserve again. So basically three straight years of IR though he was then actually released from IR with an injury settlement, then went back to the Patriots practice squad. And then a couple weeks later, and this is in October of 2016, a couple weeks later promoted to the active roster, then waved again and brought back to the practice squad. So a lot of bouncing around just between the active roster and the, the uh, practice squad with the Patriots. And then he signed a futures contract with the Patriots after they won Super Bowl 51 and then was released by the Patriots again. Then in August of 2017, signed with the Jaguars, waived injured by the Jaguars, went unclaimed, placed on injured reserve. So basically he, he played, he spent four years in the NFL Mostly on injured reserve. That that was essentially his team. He played for injured reserve. Uh, he actually re- announced his retirement back in March, and decided to resume his professional baseball career. Because in fact, he was actually drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates in the 24th round of the 2012 MLB draft. Because uh, he also played college baseball at Stanford as well. Was a, was actually a 300 hitter uh, in his career. Now he's now he's back with the Pirates organization. He's actually with the Bradenton Martyrs, which is the advanced A minor league team of the Pirates. So hopefully he has a lot better luck in baseball than he did with football. 
but certainly now the Panthers have themselves a, a pretty decent running back out of Stanford. But yeah, overall, the 2012 draft or the 2014 draft ended up not being kind at all for the Panthers. Again, the only player that's still with the team just four years later is Trey Turner. Now, again, you know, a couple of these players are still in the league, obviously. You know, Benjamin now in Buffalo, Ely with the Cowboys, Ben Wickery with the Cardinals, Boston, the free agent, still looking to sign somewhere. But just four years later and only one player still on the roster, it's not exactly a, uh, a good look there. And again, later on this week, I'll have a a piece on Panthers Wire, my redraft of the 2014 draft. So it'll be really interesting to see what could possibly happen, or at least you know some of the players that were available that they could have taken instead of some of the players that they did. So be on the lookout for that. That'll probably be out uh, sometime later this week. So with that, we're going to get out of here. I want to thank you guys, as always, for listening and tuning in. Remember, you can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Remember to follow me on Twitter, at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. And until next time, you've been listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast. And until next time, take care, my friends. We'll see you right here on L-O-P. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.